We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Up next, the latest on the Kansas State Wildcats from the guys of Three Maw, John Kurtz, Derek Young, and Cole Manbeck, who will get you caught up on all the things going down in Manhattan. The latest news, top stories, and insider perspectives to keep you in the know. Make sure to hit the follow button so you don't miss anything. Three Maw is proudly presented by Holiday Distillery and their vast assortment of spirits. And now, the latest episode of Three Maw. Welcome into another episode of Three Maw. I am John Kurtz, joined by Cole Manbeck. No Derek Young today, but uh, Cole and I are going to handle this one, and I think we'll be just fine. We're in good hands because we are joined by the president of Kansas State University, Richard Litton. Really appreciate his time in joining us here on the pod. We've been uh, looking forward to this one for quite a while. So before we get rolling, I do need to remind you, uh, the podcast is brought to you by Holiday Distillery. Uh, ben Holiday Bottled and Bond Bourbon, 360 Vodka. Make sure that you go get stocked up for the summer if you're going to be out at the lake. Whatever it is that you're going to be doing this summer, make sure that you go support those who support us, which would be Holiday Distillery, Great K-State folks who bring you both 360 Vodka and Ben Holiday Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Uh, President Linton, we really appreciate you taking the time to to join us here on the pod today. Uh, let's Let's start with this. Just what what has life been like since taking the job here at K-State? Yes, yeah, so it's been about a year and a half uh, here at K-State, and uh, life has been fast. Life has been exciting. Uh, it's been an incredible year, I think, um, from a sports perspective, and it's been a great year from a momentum perspective. All the great things that are happening at Kansas State University. Really appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys this morning. Well, well, we're sports guys, obviously, right? So, of course, we have plenty of sports questions for you. We we will ask some other questions as well. But, I mean, you mentioned it. It was it was an incredible year for the university in sports with winning the Big 12 championship in football. Um, obviously, the run that the basketball program made to the Elite Eight. Uh, baseball just wrapped up a really nice season, too, and probably got robbed of a, of a postseason. Should have, been, should have been in the College World Series. There's no question about it. Yep, totally agree. Totally agree. Um, what, what has that been like to witness – from your standpoint, and just as a as a president of a university, how, how much does that matter? How much do you see that, that impacting things at the university? So it matters a lot. I think it matters to the university. It matters to the reputation of the university, and it, matter, it, it matters to the Manhattan community as well. You know, when you're a dean, as I was for 10 years before, you don't do much with athletics. And I think that's been really 
Uh, one of the most exciting things about this job is being actively engaged in athletics from everything from attending the events to getting to know the coaches, to getting to know the families, and to getting to know the players. Uh, I don't know that there's any other place I've ever been where sports is as exciting as it here it is here at Kansas State University. And I just happened to luck out with, um, you know, who wins a Big 12 championship in football, goes to the Elite Eight, has a phenomenal baseball season. We beat uh, Iowa. The women's basketball team is a huge upset of the number two ranked team. It's just been an incredible, exciting year for me and my family. President Litton, I think it was former President John Weefald at Kansas State that had said that football can be the front door of the university just because of the visibility uh, on a national stage, being on TV. And when you're good at football, it can really help the university. So similar to John's question, when you have that type of success in football and basketball, what can that do for enrollment numbers? Like you look back and when Bill Snyder took over in the 80s, enrollment had dropped to like 15,000. And then I'm not all crediting it to football success, but it, it boosted up to around 24,000 over the years since then. And now it's dipped a little bit. But, but can that boost enrollment again just by the eyes and seeing on TV, seeing how fun the atmosphere is and the winning culture? Absolutely. If you think about the Big 12 championship game, we were on television for almost seven hours. Game day beforehand, the actual game that was exciting all the way to the end, and then overtime. Think about the exposure and the marketing that comes with an event like that. And we win it in the last second, which is incredibly exciting. I had a chance to talk to my counterpart at KU uh, a couple of weeks ago about what was the impact of winning a national championship in basketball. And he showed me data for two different years where they were able to do that at KU, and their student numbers were up by 800 and 1,000 each of those two years. If you look at our student enrollment data, we're up 26% in out-of-state applications this year, and overall about 13% in overall applications when you look at in-state and out-of-state. And that has to do with better communications, better technologies, better marketing, but there's no question about it. Success in sports is having a big impact on yeah. being able to attract students. Oh, that, that's, those are great numbers and data points. And you have a guy like Jerome Tang leading the basketball program, and he's a guy who obviously spends countless hours engaging with students, mentoring them. He visits with sororities, fraternities. Everybody sees him jump in the student section game after game to Wabash with them. He hangs out on campus for his Hang with Tang segments. How valuable is someone like that to Kansas State and the university as a whole, not only because he's, he's a great coach, but how prominent he is. He's winning, but he also has a willingness to engage with young people and you know, kind of hip and cool and really engages and, and makes K-State a cool place to be. Uh, it's priceless. There's no question about it. I can remember when I was a part of the first interview process with Jerome Tang, I had a 15-minute interview that ended and we talked for an hour and a half afterwards about his ethics, his morals, his engagement, uh, interest with the university. And I can remember giving my recommendation back to the athletic director. I, it was, I don't know if this guy can coach basketball or not, but he's going to be an incredible case data. It just so happens he can coach basketball and win as well. So he's an incredible asset. And I think you have that with so many of the coaches and so many of the families that are connected with this university. It's just a very authentic, exciting, and engaged place. And Jerome Tang is, um, for that and many other reasons, just an incredible asset to this university. 
you mentioned it right there, being a little bit involved with with a bit of an interview with Jerome Tang in that process. Overall, with athletics, how, how do you view your role in it, and how much are you involved with things that are happening in the athletic department? Yeah, I spend a lot of time with athletics. I think because I know it's important, and I and I also enjoy it. And so I think my role is to do whatever I can to be able to support the AD and the coaches and the players, and to support the progression of success at K State. But also, um, I find my role in building relationships. You know, and people ask me what the most special moments have been for me um, at K State Sports, and certainly winning that, you know, winning that Big Twelve championship in football and hitting hitting that field goal was a really special moment. But even much more special was the time on the buses, the time on the plane, the time as we're eating meals, get to really know these players and getting to know the uh, the staff that are associated with these programs. These are incredible, authentic, family-oriented people. And that, for me, is the most special piece of this. But I probably spend, um, give and take, depending on the, 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 the time of the year, any, anywhere between 10 and 30% of my time in some form or fashion associated with athletics. And I enjoy the heck out of it. Yeah, do you feel like, is that pretty common, like at the Power 5 level, or do you think you're, you're more of an outlier in, in how much time you do spend there because you are a pretty big fan? I was told when I took this job um, to make sure that I dedicated a lot of time to athletics. So it was something I kind of knew coming into the gates. So I think most of the folks in the Big 12, most of the CEOs, presidents, and chancellors do spend a lot of time with athletics. They know how critically important it is, again, for the reputation of the university and for student enrollment, which is a challenge right now for all of us. How much time do you spend a month, perhaps just approximate being briefed on conference realignment, conference expansion possibilities? Yeah, so we talk with the Big 12 uh, monthly for at least a couple of hours. We just spent uh, three and a half days at a Big 12 meeting out in Virginia. So I think uh, on every any given month, it's at least three or four hours, and sometimes it's multiple days. And then there's a dialogue that I have with my athletic director. You know, there's a lot of options that are out there, a lot of ideas that are out there relative to expansion. And I want to make sure that I have his viewpoint, the viewpoint of Kansas State, as I bring that forward to the rest of the folks at the Big 12. But right now, there's a lot of conversation um, about NIL and a lot of conversation about uh, Big 12 expansion. What What is your viewpoint on expansion? Do you Would you like to see the Big 12 be a coast-to-coast league, which we've heard Brett Yormark likes, or... Any preferences on your end? Not asking to name schools, but what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think expansion could be a good thing as long as it makes sense from a competitive standpoint and it makes sense from a, we want to have universities that are at an equal level from a scholastic standpoint as well. And so the universities that we're talking about and talking with are those universities have both of those pieces in play. And I think having a coast to coast connection with the Big 12 um, helps us. I think it helps us from a media perspective. Um, I think it also helps us from uh, people around the country recognizing all of these different universities as a potential place to send their kids, but also as a potential place that they can they can root for. So I think in general, that coast-to-coast expansion could be a very, very good thing for the Big 12. I think one of the things that's important for us is thinking about the potential cost of that relative to transportation. And I I suspect, because this is a concern amongst many of the Big 12 presidents, uh, I suspect that um, we're likely to lead into divisions to be able to help with that effort, to be able to minimize travel that might be associated with a coast-to-coast conference. 
do you get the sense that there is a decent amount of support for potential like just basketball only members coming into the conference at this point? I think in general, there's much more support for sports holistically across the board. Uh, certainly, there are some universities that we've been talking to that are one sport only, basketball only as an example. But I think there's much more of an interest in having it across all the sports. What has your relationship been like with Brett Yormark and just your impressions of him as as a leader of the Big 12? Yeah, we talk at least a couple times a month outside of the Big 12 conversations. I have questions for him. He provides updates to me. I think he's really good at connecting with all of the presidents and chancellors. Um, he's from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. We kind of understand each other. We're both fast movers and, and very aggressive. And I think his timeliness in the Big 12 is exactly what we need. We need someone that's throwing out multiple ideas, is very aggressive for moving this conference forward. You know, if you take a look at a, you know, at this conference two years ago, we were almost considered dead ducks. Well, no longer are we considered dead ducks. We're considered innovative, aggressive, and um, other conferences are moving along in the same pathway that the Big 12 is. It's good to be leading the effort rather than concerned about what your future might look like. How, how healthy would you say college athletics is right now, President Lynn? You mentioned NIL earlier. Obviously, it's it's getting a little wild out there with some of the stories you hear on the NIL front. You hear, you know, the Big Ten, the SEC trying to kind of separate themselves from the pack. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's in a sense of um, chaos um, and, and somewhat uncontrolled at the moment. I think um, everyone's looking towards getting to more of a balance so that we can understand what NIL is going to look like long-term and what these different conferences are going to look like long-term. There's just so much going on right now. I wouldn't consider it unhealthy, um, but I would consider it unsettling at the time. And so I think we're looking forward to what's going to happen over the next year relative to all the conferences, how the Big Ten is going to settle out, how the SEC is going to settle out, how the Big 12, the ACC, the Pac-10, you know, trying to understand everything that's going to happen I think we're all looking towards getting a, a more in, into a, a, a state of normalcy. Well, shifting gears from athletics to more of the, the university side of the house, President Linton, you're in the midst of a planned $125 million uh, infrastructure construction and renovation project aimed at elevating the reach of the College of Agriculture. What, what type of impact do you believe that will have on Kansas State? I think it'll change K-State. I think it'll change the state of Kansas. It's the project's gone from 125 million to 208 million just in the last year with all of the, the needs. It's going to involve nine different structures. Um, so three structures will be taken down, two structures will be renovated, and then there'll be four new structures that help support um, agricultural innovation. We hope that it changes K-State and Kansas in that it benefits our economy and that it's a new way of thinking. It's interdisciplinary work multi-disciplines working together to solve the grand global challenges of agriculture and food systems, which is our number one economic sector in the state. So I've been at other places at Purdue and, and NC State University where this interdisciplinary effort has completely transformed the university. Your reputation increases, you attract great faculty, you keep the great faculty that you have, you, you attract more students, and you make a bigger difference in the world associated with agriculture and food systems. Kansas, we're sitting right in the middle of everything. We've got a state that's very unique and different. Uh, we're, we're leaders in beef cattle. We're leaders in wheat, of course. 
but we're also a state that's dealing with one of the biggest challenges in agriculture, which is non-accessibility and difficult to manage water situations. So we feel like we're right in the middle of solving Kansas's challenges, but also the global challenges of agriculture and food systems. This new facility, these new facilities ought to be able to stimulate a lot of great work in the future. So it's a game changer for K-State that I think has been bubbling for years. We just had a great opportunity to be able to partner with the state on the fundability of such a project. So great things to come for K-State with that project. We're talking right now with K-State President Richard Linton. Let's go ahead and take a, a quick break. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. All right, this is a pretty broad question here, but just the the overall scope of your your time at K-State, what you're trying to do here. What is your long-term vision for, for K-State? So the long-term vision is to be able to make this the best land-grant university in the country, the best land-grant university we can for Kansans. And so you might notice as you're driving around the state, there's a new tagline, K-State, University for Kansans. We're a land-grant university, and I think what's most important is that we do work and we educate for things that are relevant to what's needed in the state of Kansas. So as we look at developing our strategic plan, it's all about enhancing the student experience, uh, having basic research and applied research that's relevant to Kansas first, then the nation and the world, and being engaged with our community so that we're solving the issues that are most important to them. So today, the biggest issues in our communities are rural health care, um, housing, and child care. And so if these are the biggest issue for our communities, we need to utilize our cooperative extension to be able to meet their to be able to meet their needs. But my goal, just like Jerome Tang's, is to elevate what's happening here at K State relative to our mission of research teaching and extension. 
Yeah, with the specific issue of enrollment, I know Cole mentioned that earlier. I mean, it's it's a tough time right now, I think, for for most when it comes to enrollment based on some of the changing dynamics there. What's the plan? How do you go about trying to to combat that and, and keep enrollment numbers up when we are in kind of a different day and age than than even when like Cole and I uh, were, were back in school? Yeah, so I'd give you the bad news first. Um, in the last uh, eight or nine years, we're 21% down in students. There were 5,100 students less than what we were. And it's actually about 7,000 students less on the physical campus of Manhattan because another 2,000 students have actually done their work virtually. And so in the last couple of years, we've done a lot of work at enhancing communications, enhancing marketing, having better technology that better connects with students, guidance counselors, and parents. We also uh, have raised about $96 million in philanthropy for scholarships because we know that student affordability and, and the price of tuition is the biggest challenge that's associated with declining enrollment. With all of these things together and with the success in sports, uh, we're making big jumps. Last year, we were up 1.5% in undergraduate transfer and graduate students. This year, again, I mentioned those numbers earlier. They're incredible. You know, when you're up 13% in applications overall and 25-26% with out-of-state applications, you're making a difference. Most of that's happening because of the new scholarship models we have in place with the funding that's been raised. That's happened with just two months of being able to advertise. The biggest jump that we're expecting is in the next year. In the next year where we have the opportunity to be able to market what we're doing and to be able to market these scholarship opportunities that's when we're expecting the biggest jump. Our goal strategically is to be higher than we've ever been by 2030. So even though that we have demographic challenges and we have less and less people going to universities from high school, we've got plans in place to exceed and be better than we've ever been. Our biggest challenge, John, 10 years ago, 56% of high schoolers went to college somewhere, two-year, four-year, or technical, kind of a community college. Today, that number is 41%. Mm. So now more than ever, it's important to uh, articulate the value of higher education and what a difference it can make in your life. But it's also going to be important that we can't just look at the state of Kansas. We need to look outside of the state of Kansas to be able to track some of these students. Well, that, that brings me to my next point, President Linden. Is there a specific market that you're maybe targeting to really boost enrollment? Is it is it geography in the state of Kansas or is it more out of state? So the answer is everywhere, um, but we certainly do have areas where we have a higher focus. So certainly the state of Kansas is number one, but outside of that, it's the state of Missouri, especially the Kansas City region. Um, Texas would be after that, and then certainly Nebraska, Oklahoma, Colorado, Minnesota, Illinois, especially Chicago, and, and California. Those are some of our major states that we're developing really strong recruitment programs, um, especially Texas. There's a huge opportunity in Texas. And I think the Chicago and Illinois region is another region. A lot of these kids, these students are not getting in in-state universities. And there's a great opportunity to be able to offer them a key state experience, especially with these out-of-state tuition breaks that we have with the new scholarship models. And we work on it every single day. We talk about it every single week. How can we be strategic that we're going after students in the right places so that the return on investment is highest. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, it comes to NBAF, that, that, that is something I've been hearing about for a long time. I can remember like maybe when I was back in school or right at the yep. end of the time that I was out of school, that that coming up and how that could really impact Manhattan. And now that we're sitting here in, in 2023 with that continuing to progress, how much of an impact do you foresee that having on the, the city and as a byproduct, hopefully the, the university as well? Yeah, I think people need to recognize this has been a 16-year journey. And this facility, there's no other facility like it in the United States. We're really in five facilities in the world that actually can deal with animal disease and diagnostics at the highest level, which we call a biosafety level four level. So with this new facility, we can expect a much more robust partnership with USDA ARS, who actually has the scientists within that facility, but also expect um, our research to go to a different level, a rocket ship sky in the pie kind of a level, uh, but also expect us to be able to have partnerships with industry. When you have the best facility in the world, industry is attracted to that. We've already seen that with Scorpion Biologics with the $650 million investment in the Manhattan region. Expect much more of that here in Manhattan. It's a really exciting time period in moving forward with NBAF finally opening its doors after 16 years. It's a game changer again for K-State. It puts us on the map as the only place in the country that can do this work. I've got one just a little a little off script here that I I thought of earlier. This is kind of back to the athletics portion of the discussion, but I know you know sometimes at universities, academia and athletics can butt heads a little bit. At least the academia part. Like I'm like, hey, why you know why are we giving all this money to athletics? Just what what is that climate like at K State? And just with the the way things are right now in college athletics, where people are talking about NIL and kids being paid more money in the transfer portal and just everything that's that's going on right now. How do you see that that relationship playing out right now at K-State? So this is my fifth land-grant university. Um, at no other university that I've been at has the relationship been strong uh, with the university and athletics. It's very different here. Uh, we could not have a stronger, more connected relationship with the university and athletics and I think with the president and with our athletic director, I, I feel like we've got the best athletic director in the country. Um, that was certainly documented this year as he was named Big 12 AD of the year. Um, I think Gene Taylor really sets the right stage about he puts the university first before athletics, and he also puts the student first in a student athlete. And I think those two things are really important. And the relationship here, I, I, I value it, and it couldn't be couldn't be any better. When I took this job, the first person that reached out to me was Boo Corrigan. He's the AD at NC State. And I had only known him tangentially. His kids were at the same school that my kids were at. And he gave me a call and he said, I just want to let you know, there's no better athletic program in the country and no better AD in the country that you're going to want to work with. You're really blessed. And you realize that after a year, well, one year has passed and I realize how lucky I am and how lucky K-State is to be able to have the people that we have in leadership, but also those connections between university and university athletics. 
couple couple fun ones here for for you, President Linton, and then we'll get you out of here. So you're a sports man, obviously. What's it like if John and I were sitting next to you at a, a K State football or basketball game? What's that experience like? Are you someone that's going to be uh, berating an official with John and I, like we we tend to do, or particularly me, or uh, up up on your feet a lot, uh, pumping the sandstorm? What's that experience like? What's President Linton as a fan? So I will tell you, I'm incredibly spirited. That's the word I'll use with, at K-State. But I tone it down for K-State because I have to. So at K-State, I'm fired up, I'm ready, I'm cheering as hard as I possibly can. But uh, most folks know I'm a Philadelphia fan, I'm a big Eagles fan, I'm a big Phillies fan, big Flyers fan. And when I can really be a fan and nobody's watching, I'm a very, very spirited fan. In fact, there's a lot of days where my wife and son They've had enough and they've got to go somewhere else because just I'm incredibly animated and incredibly passionate about my team. Every once in a while, it shows up here at K-State. I can tell you um, two times when uh, when we did kick that field goal to be able to win the Big 12 championship, um, I was out of control, hugging and jumping and high-fiving just like I normally would. And I think the other thing uh, was when we won um, – the basketball game against um, KU. And we won that kind of in the last second kind of thing. And I was sitting next to the sitting next to the chancellor of KU and um, gave him a big high five, gave him a big hug. And um, actually when he said, he said, I think it's probably time for me to leave. I said, yeah, the parking lot won't be very crowded when you're leaving. <laughs> and he starts walking out and everyone in my row went left, right, left, right. <laughs> it was uh, – it was fun, but uh, I try to tame it down as much as I can, but it's hard because, um, as you know, K-State Athletics, I think, is above and beyond from an experience standpoint. I've been in great places. I mean, Ohio State is an incredible place to watch football. Purdue is one of the best places in the country to watch basketball, but the feeling at those two places and the feeling at K-State is very, very different. And the, I, I just love the feeling at K-State and just so happy to be a part of it. And I'm sure it was a cool experience watching K-State in Madison Square Garden with you being from Jersey. It was totally awesome. I had a buddy of mine that I had worked with in Jersey for a decade that actually joined us for the game. You know, and when you throw an ollie goop up to have a reverse slam to win the game against Michigan State, it just doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, it was it was amazing just to be in Madison Square Garden and experience all that. It was just an incredible year. Incredible and, and did I read right? You've been to a significant number of minor league baseball stadiums, or uh, so I've I, been to all the yeah I've been to all the uh, major league stadiums, but two. I haven't been to Anaheim. I hadn't been to Oakland. Uh, I've been to over two hundred minor league stadiums. I've been to um, Field of Dreams. Uh, I've been to the Hall of Fame. Um, I'm a huge, huge baseball fan. Long time Philadelphia Phillies fan. And uh, yeah, so it's um, sports is in my blood. I don't know what your vacation plans are, but you might need to make that trip to Oakland here pretty soon. Uh, if you're, I, I understand Oakland might be leaving to go to Vegas. That's what I understand. Yeah, I need to get out there sooner than later. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to say, I uh, I would just like to uh, apologize on behalf of myself and everybody else. It must have been. I I just can't imagine after the Super Bowl as an Eagles fan what what that was like around uh, Manhattan with all the Chiefs stuff everywhere. So you know. Yeah. So I decided to go out of town for that weekend on purpose. I thought it was an incredible Super Bowl game. Um, 
you know, it was a great game. I think both teams played really, really great. And um, while I wanted the Eagles to win, my my second choice would have been of any team would have been the Chiefs. And there, I watched the Chiefs as well, and I'm a big fan of theirs as well. But yeah, uh, at the end of the day, it was a little, little tough. I w- would have liked to have seen the Eagles win next yeah. year. Yes, well, you're you're a good sport for sure, absolutely. Um, hey, we appreciate it, President Linton. Thank you for taking so much time for us. Thank you for what you're doing uh, for K State. We had a, we had a great time chatting with you here, and uh, hopefully, we can do it again soon. John and Cole, thanks, and um, give me a go, Cats, will you? Go oh boy, oh boy, President Linton, President Linton, I'm terrible at this. I, I tweeted out a picture, and my hand signal is so bad. I uh, it I, has to be the right hand only. Yeah. Okay. You did, you did it pretty well, except you got to open up the sea a little bit. Oh. Okay. All right. I <laughs> I need you to help teach me. Look, I, we of all places, President Layton, I ran into K State starting defensive tackle Uso Samalo in Maui, uh, flying back, and I I took a picture with him at the airport in Maui um, a couple weeks ago with the cat signal, and I got ripped apart of how bad it was uh, on Twitter. So I got bullied pretty. Well, I hope you learned your lesson. Now I uh, yeah. by the president. Yeah, I'll do better. That's right. We're working on it. All right. Well, you guys have a great afternoon. Great to be with both of you. Thank you. Yep. Take care, guys. You too. Okay. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.